We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, how's it going, my fellow Americans? Welcome back to the show. It's time for another brand new episode of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcasts. <laughs> I am your host, Andrew, for America, and today I am delighted. It was so much fun doing this show. I have back on the show today, Tiana the Truth Seeker, also known as Truth Seeker 01011 on Instagram. She has recently uh, started the process of beginning something called Artemis News Media Group, where she's going to assemble some like minded individuals and their research and knowledge and wisdom. And uh, she's going to put it all in one place. And Continue fighting the good fight like a lot of we truth or conspiratorial podcasters are. And uh, we talk about a lot of stuff today. Uh, We talk about her hatred for Justin Trudeau. (laughs) She calls him Captain Tampon. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, yeah, she does not like that guy. Uh, He has been um, quite hypocritical, accusing her of things that kind of go against the woke agenda. And uh, she says it's pretty funny how hypocritical this guy has been towards her. And so we get into that. We get into how uh, the Canadian people are trying to get out of Trudeau's Canada. Um, they, a lot of them are moving south. Some of them are moving to Mexico. And I just uh, recently listened to Charlie Robinson's Macroaggressions podcast where they were talking about their Anarchapulco event that they have every year down there in uh Acapulco, Mexico, and he said that he met a lot of people from Canada that are just like, we got to get out. We can't do it anymore. And uh, so me and Tiana talk about that. I let her know that that group uh, and that event happens every year. So we talk about that a little bit. She talks about her history uh, of being from former Yugoslavia, uh, being, you know, having gone through a war-torn country's demise and how uh, her and her family had to relocate to Canada. That's how she got there. So we talk about that a little bit. Uh, She talks about England and how uh, she has discovered through her research that England controls uh, Israel and pulls the strings of the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum. And apparently they signed uh, the creation of the United Nations into being in Quebec. She kind of gets into that. She talks about how England owns the mRNA virus patent for the the mRNA sequencing. So that's very interesting. We get into that. Talk about AI and the creation of the hive mind. We 
We talk about COVID and the alleged biolabs in China and Ukraine. Uh, we talk about how idol worship helps you, my fellow Americans, become so brainwashed because your your love for your idols and your your little pop culture niche groups and music and whatever, uh, you know, those people start telling you how to think and how to act, and you believe them. Helps push the propaganda and the agendas. Um, we talk about how ego is the weakness of the elite. And that's what we attack if we're trying to fight them. Attack their ego. That's their weakness. They'll throw each other under the bus. They'll stab each other in the back. These are not moral people with values and principles that we are talking about that are in charge of all this shit, people. So Tiana brings a more hopeful message uh, that I'm that I have been bringing to the show in the past few episodes. <laughs> I've been uh, fear porn and black pilling it a lot lately. Uh, things are heating up. I've been watching a lot of mainstream media news lately, and it's it, I mean, it is just a transparent joke. Uh, you can see the agendas on Fox, on MSNBC, on CNN, ABC. I, I look at all of them. I've been watching all of them, and it's. A travesty. The media has so much power and control over what you think. And yet, you lemmings sit down every night in front of your TV and just let your TV screen tell you what's what about this world. It's gross. Find the courage and the balls to face the truth. Get better. Get smarter. Become more aware. More connected. More cooperative. More pragmatic. Get off your ass and get to work, people. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Tiana, uh, she comes with the gusto today. She said, she says, I woke up today and I chose violence. <laughs> oh, I love it, people. But before we get to the show, I recently saw Tiana uh, post a clip. And some of the stuff she talked about uh, was stuff that we get into in this episode. So I wanted to intro her and the show today by playing you this clip of we win against these like governments and these elite parasites that keep bringing in these laws well the law is just a word on a piece of paper why are you following it it's called mass non-compliance don't comply oh but i'm gonna get in trouble so what don't be afraid you want to know what Bosnia did? And I'm from Bosnia. So I was born in former Yugoslavia. I'm half Serbian and went through a war, lived in a refugee camp. And now I come here and you're going to tell me that Sock Boy is going to tell me what to do. I'm going to show you a picture of who Sock Boy looks up to. Klaus, Klaus Schwab. Here's a picture of that, darling. Yeah. <laughs> That's Klaus. That's who Justin Trudeau looks up to. And you guys literally listen to what he says. Oh, well, the health services, screw the health services. Oh, but it's an emergency. So what? It's just a word. Stop complying. The reason why they are going so power hungry now is because so many people complied. 
The government literally told you to jump off of a bridge and you did it. And then you followed your friends because your friends and neighbors did it. So what? Screw them. If people don't like you, that is not your problem. That is their problem. You have your own life. You need to find that God-given right. You are a sovereign human being. You can do what you please. If you don't want to put something in your body, don't put it in there. There's more of us. There's always someone who thinks exactly like you. So start, start being an independent human being. Why are you listening to the government and what they tell you? And I'm going to say this as well. If they bring in environmental officers and they come onto my property, I'm going to take your tires. I'm going to sell them on like Facebook marketplace for two bucks. Why? Just cause next time you come on, I'll take your tires and your doors and your alternator. Call the cops. See if I care. What are you going to do? Send me back to Serbia. Cool. Like I'm down. So stop being afraid. And you want to know what they did in Bosnia during 2020? The government's like, yeah, we need to shut down. And Bosnians were like, no. And then government couldn't do anything. And then when they tried bringing in, like, the passports, guess what, like, Serbia did? They're like, yeah, we'll just make fake ones. What what could they do? And then when the cops started to actually enforce um, the night curfews, yeah, a bunch of people went and jumped. What are you going to do? There's more of us than there are them. And only your compliance gives them power. So stop complying. There's no need for wars. There's no need for protests. There's no need for anything. But if you come on my property and you take my chickens, I'm going to go to my mayor's house. I'm going to take his couch. That's how we play this. So stop complying. Due to everyone's mass compliance in 2020 and 2021, the these lot lizard elite loser parasites have now gone power hungry. And this is exactly what we told you would happen. So I want everybody to find that fire in them, that sovereign human being, and stop complying. That's it. That's all we need. How do we win? Well, clearly, you can tell I love talking to her. Tiana, people, she's got bigger balls than a lot of you American men out there. How's that make you feel, you little soy boy, beta boy, bitch boys? <laughs> oh, boy. I love that she used the term lot lizard. Oh, man, that is so perfect. Do you guys know what a lot lizard is? It's a girl that hangs around truck stops and fucks truckers for money. In fact, there's a song by Dr. Demento back in the day. I know I'm aging myself, but... <laughs> It was called Lizzie the Lot Lizard. Lizzie the Lot Lizard. She's a fucking sucking wizard. When it comes to sucking, Lizzie knows how to suck a baseball through a diesel palm pose. <laughs> People, this episode was fun. I love talking to Tiana. Uh, as a fear porn black pill podcaster as of late, I haven't always been that way. It's just really been the last probably four or five episodes, but Tiana brings a refreshing, hopeful message of strength and courage and commitment. And she's a principled, experienced, educated woman. And the world needs more women like her, in my humble opinion. People, go grab a beverage and strap on your seatbelt. And when we come back, Allow me to present to you the return of Tiana, the truth seeker. I'll be right back. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. 
Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. All right, we are rolling. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the show. I have the honor and the pleasure of welcoming back one of my favorite social media investigative reporters and journalists and researchers, formerly known as Introverts008 on TikTok before they axed her, assholes. <laughs> and uh, now she is known as Truthseeker01001 on Instagram. I like to call her Tiana the Truth Seeker. Welcome back to the show. How have you been? Thank you so much for having me. It's definitely an honor. I've been great. Been researching, doing the same thing, and just exposing the elites for what they are, parasites. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, we were just kind of talking about Canada and, uh, you know, where you're from up there in the north uh, in the pre-show. So um, I recently did the My Third Eye podcast with Ghost. And we were talking about Charlie Robinson's show, Macroaggressions. And I recently heard him, uh, they're promoting their Anarcha Polko event that they do down there every year. And uh, he was telling me that he has met a plethora of Canadian expats that are trying to get out of Canada. And you are somewhat of an authority since you're from Canada. So uh, let's, uh, let's kick it off with that. Tell me what's going on up there and... Uh, why everyone's getting out of Trudeau's Canada. <laughs> well, um, Captain Tampon is what Trudeau's <laughs> new name is um, because he seems to be obsessed with tampons and men using them. So Captain Tampon oh, has been pretty much running this country into the ground. And I don't think he or um, that Nazi Freeland realized just how much they have affected Canadians and the Canadian image on the international stage, um, including here at home because of what they did during the trucker protest by basically, you know, axing everybody's banks accounts. So the lineups to get a passport, um, as I said before we started the show, I went to get mine renewed because it's almost overdue. Um, the lineups are hours and hours long every single day for the last two years. And just this year alone, we've had half a million permanent Canadian citizens leave Canada permanently. Oh boy. Yep. Wow. So there's some truth to this. So there, so people are just fed up. Is it like pretty uh, commonly spoken about in the public discourse? Because I feel like conversely, American citizens don't talk about anything real or true. In my opinion, it's all mainstream media and propaganda. So what's the, what's the temperature of the average Canadian citizen? Is it majority of people trying to get out? It's majority of people. Um, the ones that do not want to say it publicly will say it privately to you. And these are business owners. These are middle class Canadians working, paying taxes, not criminals. Um, and they have been painted as if they were criminals by basically Captain Tampon, who is a criminal himself, um, as you know, bad and evil and vile. And so what he's trying to do is he's basically trying to rip Canada apart from its image, have people not like the country that they're from um, so that he can destroy it from within. And so the temperature in Canada is very dire, um, especially if you talk to people in, in person, uh, it, like 
just in person, not online, where they're uh, a little scared of saying things. Um, but I, as I said, I came from a war torn country, and I'm not about to let um, Captain Tampon deter me from talking <laughs> my truth. Well, the truth, not my truth. <laughs> yeah, and I remember last time you were on the show, we talked about uh, your experience coming from uh, where was it in Europe, if you'll remind me? It was kind uh, of a war-torn area, right? Yeah, former Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia, yeah. So th that's um, a unique perspective that you have over a lot of people. And w would you say that that's kind of where your quest for doing your research and looking for the truth of how things are going kind of started based on those experiences? It, it definitely based based on those experiences i wanted to know who the elites were why they wanted to break up yugoslavia what the point of that was because um a lot of us had lost our entire youth and our teenage years and then coming to canada i figured you know i can put that aside but i would still kind of study the elites and how they work and all of that stuff until justin trudeau also labeled me a fringe minority and anti-scientist even though i have two science degrees and called me a racist and a misogynist even though i'm an immigrant and a woman um and just to be called all of those names by a pathetic tampon guy made me sick to my stomach and so i will not allow some idiot silver spoon fed you know loser who can't even finish a sentence or put on his own socks um devalue me because i'm not a criminal i pay my taxes just like everybody else and i've contributed to the canadian society and even absolutely taken on the canadian identity as my own country and so just to be devalued with all of the work that i've put in my entire life by a leader like that, um, I was now on a mission to basically expose him and all of the elites for everything that they've done. Yeah, and I have a lot of respect for that. I have a lot of respect for what you went through and for your determination and your resolve clearly. And uh, you are, you're tough. I can tell, <laughs> like you're not gonna back down from people and you, you will challenge people uh, when they bring their hypocritical uh, woke bullshit uh, in your direction. And I like that. I like that. Um, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, no, I mean, it, there's a reason why your channels have been so successful. I mean, you recently got a clip on Alex Jones's show. I yeah. You were telling me. Yeah. <laughs> that, Talk about that real quick. <laughs> so I go on TikTok just to kind of check to see what the messages are. And I get one person, um, with like a hidden identity, um, on every single one of my videos. That's like, you're on Alex Jones, you're on Alex Jones. So I thought I was like, is this person lying? Like, wow, well, am I on Alex Jones? So I go on his website and it took me almost like three and a half, four hours just to find the clip where I am. And I mean, I'm shaking the entire time out of nervousness. And then when I seen it and I saw how Alex Jones kind of introduced me, I was just sweating. Like I was, it was, I was That'd a mess nervous here. Sweat. Oh yeah, nervous sweat. I was like, what? So I send it to my parents. I'm like, look what just happened. So it was definitely a surprise to myself as well. Um, I didn't know that that happened. Um, and I want to thank that person for actually letting me know that I was on his show. Otherwise, I would have never known. That's so cool. So, I mean, that's pretty impressive. So you're you're catching the attention of, you know, I would say Alex Jones is one of the top uh, most well, widely known and talked about conspiratorial truther, I guess, for lack of better words and terms. Uh, and then, you know, you're on Justin Trudeau's radar. I mean, so you're making some moves like important people or I mean, I guess important for in their, you know, realms, I guess, are, are catching your attention. So I think your hard work and research is paying off. 
And I think that your channels are becoming so successful because of that. And, and I, I would, you know, make the contention, I suspect that that was where the idea for Artemis News Media came from. And I've heard you talking about you are working with some people that are helping you do the research and get the content out. So talk about that. What, uh, what is your new venture all about? So our new venture is basically um, building a pipeline of people with exactly the same thoughts, people who um, appreciate the truth, they appreciate the law, um, they appreciate the country for what it was before Justin Trudeau came in and then ruined it. Um, and so we would like to build a pipeline of people, businesses, where we can teach each other how to live off grid, not rely on the government in case anything does go south again um, with lockdowns and so forth. That way we actually have a community and a network of people who are willing to help each other out um, so that we can counterbalance the totalitarianism that Justin Trudeau has brought down to on on top of us. I mean, if we had this system in place before 2020, a lot of people then wouldn't have been pressured to take the vaccine because we would have been much greater in number numbers and we would have kept our businesses open. We could have, you know, bartered we could have bought from each other we could have hired each other um, especially if somebody got fired for not taking the vaccine um, and we could have organized a lot better so this is just building a parallel society not a completely detached society from society that is already in place but just a parallel kind of um, how should i say this uh, something to fall on and have some something just in case. And so we're doing it across Canada and across the United States, bringing small businesses, which actually make up 40% of the economy um, together so that these tyrants can't put laws into place again to try and shut us down and transfer wealth over to them. Yeah, there's, I, I love that. Then there needs to be more, uh, groups of people that understand what's happening starting to put in the work uh any of my listeners you guys know last five episodes i have been harping on you to get off your ass and get to work because TikTok, uh you know there we you know time is limited it is finite you can't just sit around and if you know what's going on i like to tell people you have a responsibility to tell others and um i respect that that's awesome that you're doing that i know that that's a lot uh, kind of similar to what that Anarchapolco event that uh, Charlie Robinson and those guys are doing is uh, it's an annual event in a really beautiful area down there. And uh, they do a lot of that where a lot of health uh, stuff about how to live off the land and get away from the big pharma uh, addictions, uh, you know, to their drugs and um, a lot of fire. I think, I don't know if it's firearms, but they have um, just, just, you know, how to live off the land. Like you said, uh, how to get government out of your life a little it, bit more than exactly you normally would. So um, that's awesome. So let's change directions. And <laughs> I wanted to ask you, I, I, you know, I, I follow your pages and I watch your videos and you all, always have very interesting content that um, either I was aware of and I, I'm getting a new outlook from a different perspective from you. And a lot of times it's stuff that I had no idea about. And some of your stuff just blows my mind when I watch your videos. So, um, you. <laughs> because, because you are such a thorough researcher, do you have any juicy nuggets of information maybe about, Oh, I don't know, Israel and Palestine and the elites at the tippy top of that pyramid 
that you can drop on all of us that are in the know yes the floor is yours <laughs> so i was actually going to make this video um and giving a shout out to my american friends um south of the border because you guys get a lot of flack everybody blames the united states and everybody blames israel for all of the world's problems but no one has taken i guess the step for um another step forward just to see who's controlling the united states and israel and so with my deep research into the united nations i came to find out that england is actually the puppeteer of both countries. Churchill, I knew that before World War II, made Israel into a country or signed it into, into a country. Um, and then after they were done World War II, they basically, well, before World War II was over, they pulled America into the war. And then they pulled um, the United States into making the United Nations, where it wasn't signed on US soil, it was signed on Quebec soil, in Canada. Hmm. So why would the United uh, UK come to, you know, the United States, especially when the entire people were against World War II and entering World War II, and so was the president at the time. However, they managed to somehow pull the United States into the war and then made them sign a decree to get the United Nations going, which got the Federal Reserve um, going, the WHO, WEF and it was signed in Quebec. Now, Quebec isn't really part of Canada. It is, but it isn't. And there's a lot of Lorian elites in Quebec as well, old school criminals um, that are in Quebec. And Quebec is the only one that doesn't pay a carbon tax in all of Canada. Um, they get their own voting system and they are very kind of to themselves. They even have their own, um, it's, it's called a pension plan. They have their own, Quebec one. So they're not even part of the Canadian one. And our Canadian pension hmm. plan, our entire investment has been put into the WEF because of Justin Trudeau. So my retirement money that I pay into is going to funding the WEF, which I absolutely did not sign up for. Um, so everyone keeps blaming the United States and Israel for all of this, but they need to look into the UK. And I'm not talking about like their government because they're puppeteers, just like our Captain Tampon here. Um, you need to look one step forward, which is the royal family, and then look into who the royal family actually um, bows down to. Mm -hmm. And that's the Knight of Malta. And the Knight of Malta's have been infiltrated by the Jesuits, which is the which is who infiltrated the Catholic Church and the Vatican. So if people actually want to see the top of the pyramid, it is the Vatican and it is a black pope who's uh, Venezuelan right now and has been since 2016 appointed. Very interesting. Yeah. So I'm I'm aware of all the Vatican, black pope, gray pope, all that stuff. Uh, they're definitely. Um, involved with britain is a big big i mean the uh bank of england or bank of london or whatever it is it's it's like i know i know how it functions uh separately from the country like we have the uh district of columbia independent of the united states uh makes its own laws and rules same thing with london um uh and then the same thing with the vatican they're basically independent operating uh on the same team you know oh yeah people, i guess groups and the Knights of Malta, I've heard it like all of the, you know, you hear the Council of 300, you hear the trilateral, you hear, you know, all these groups uh, that go back years and years, even before the creation of the World Economic Forum and all that, like you said. Um, so, and I actually just did an, uh, an episode where 
I was kind of talking about the trafficking and the sick stuff that uh, the English have been guilty of participating in for many years, especially the royal family. Exactly, um, yeah. And right now you have all the Epstein stuff coming out and the Robert Maxwell stuff. So um, Mossad, everyone's talking about Mossad right now. Uh, so how, so how, how exactly, uh, just to kind of take that a little bit further, how is England involved in being the puppet master for even Israel and the United States? Like how far back would you say that that has, uh, gone? Oh, as back as, um, I'd say probably around the 1600s, um, is when the Jesuits started to get into, um, the infiltration of the Catholic church. And then from there, they basically infiltrated every single royal family to have them bow down to them instead of um, their people. And so it has been a very slow progression, but they have sped up due to the technology that's available to them now. Just like we have sped Mm -hmm. up our information um, because of the technology, they have done the exact same thing. So I find it really weird that no one has looked into the UK considering they are the ones who have stolen everyone's histories. They're the ones who have gone in and taken people's lands, um, you know, and kind of infiltrated everything with what they wanted, but they infiltrated it in a good way at first by giving people civilization and then slowly progressively they started to basically milk every single country of their resources and their energy to be put into the UK. And so now we're seeing exactly what is happening in the United Kingdom. And I'm not blaming the UK people at all. British people are sick and tired of this just as we are. And they actually have a hero out there called the Blade Runner, um, who's been cutting down cameras and everything. Um, Anything that they set up, this dude comes in and just cuts them off. But They also have an institute that has been basically learning about the human psychology and how to, how should I say this, brainwash us, and they call it mind hygiene. So I've been going down this road about psychology and and how they made psychology and how it was called mind hygiene at first. And that's the Travis Institute, I think, Travis Doc Institute or Oxford um, in England. And it's also funny that they are the owners of the mRNA code for COVID. Oh boy. Yeah, wow. that's it's 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 their patent. Okay, so interesting. So um you know the guy who's the doctor, Robert Malone? I thought he was allegedly the guy that created this. Do you, is he um did he sell the patent? Did they buy it from him? Do you have well, any knowledge on that? Because no, I, mean, the- I mean he's all He's such a public figure now. Uh, his existence and his reach uh, makes me question his true <laughs> intentions, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah he, he invented the mRNA vaccine, but the mRNA or the DNA code, the mRNA code for the actual COVID virus um, is patented in England. So for oh, the wow. actual virus. And everyone keeps blaming the United States and China. <laughs> And I'm like, they own it. <laughs> That's crazy. That yeah, reminds, so- oh, yeah, I was just going to say real quick, that reminds me of uh, um, the U.S. Patent Office has, there's allegedly, I saw this on a meme, so I don't know for sure, but I'm, if you look it up, I'm sure it's there. Uh, I read this thing on the show one time where uh, the patent for Zika and coronavirus and 
Ebola, and all these things are owned by either World Economic Forum, Rockefeller Foundation, I think Fauci's in there. So, and, and this person that aired that posted this said, keep in mind, uh, uh, naturally occurring things like fruits, vegetables, things that grow uh, are not allowed, are not able to be patented. So any type of virus that has a U.S. patent on it, this person made the argument that has to be, by definition, man-made. It had oh, to be a created thing. So that's, in my opinion, that's the nail in the coffin for any naysayers that don't want to believe that. What do you think about that? Oh, 100% correct. There is a law, a universal law, that you are not allowed to patent anything that is in nature because it's God-made. And you cannot um, patent anything that is God-made. Now, if you change um, even a little aspect of a virus that is naturally made to make it functionally more viral, um, gain of function, basically, mm -hmm. uh, you can then patent it as your own because it is human made. And most of the patents that I have seen, such as the HIV virus, um, is Rockefeller owned. So, and I find it really weird that they always have a vaccine prior to it, you know, like the patent for the vaccine and all of the stuff are always available before the virus hits the public. Yeah, I, I find that really weird. I mean, that's how it's been looking uh, with everything. The the plans for the next 20, 30, maybe even longer years are, that's what a lot of us that are doing research and, and looking into this stuff are discovering that a lot of this stuff was in books, in official documents, in declassified government documents. I mean, the more that people are finding this stuff, and like you said, uh, the, the technology advent is both a blessing and a curse because it's giving all of us the ability to find information way more quickly and and efficiently. But at the same time, uh, the enemy, for lack of a better term, uh, is also going to use it against us as soon as they figure out, you know, how, you know what exactly the capabilities are. And what would you say that this this is a race of some sort, this A.I.? Uh, technological uh, technological advancement of everything. You mentioned the mind hygiene thing. I, I made this argument on the show recently that sooner or later AI is is going to program us, and it, I feel like it's already creating the hive mind, and with uh, AGI and the singularity is near. Ray Kurzweil, the Sam Altman's, the Elon Musk, like these people are uh, harnessing these search engines that are people don't realize every bit of information you search is going into AI hive mind creation. So uh, what do you think? Is it a race and who's winning the race? So it definitely is a race and we are winning um, because people need to understand that AI takes on information that we give it. So if right. we give it that the elites are evil, AI will learn that the elites are evil mm, and AI has already turned on a couple of the elites and they're actually scared that because we are researching so much and we are putting in so much that the elites are evil that AI will actually turn on them. And so the, we as collectively human beings are much smarter than the elites. So in order for a person to be in the elite group, they have to be part of a cult. And we all know that, you know, you require really low IQ to join cults, especially if you have to pay for it. Um, and so you have to understand that these people are at a 
probably IQ 90, maybe. So they have to keep the majority of the population dumbed down, propaganda, um, asleep, you know, poisoned with chemicals and so forth in order for them to actually be able to rule over us. Now, if we just take away one Jenga piece at a time, their whole system is going to come crumbling down. I mean, the fact that they've even pushed this far after 2020 was their dumbest mistake yet. They should have just gone quiet, you know, just gone quiet for a little couple of years, let people fall asleep again. But no, they dumbfoundedly with their ego decided to go forward and ahead with it. And they just keep exposing themselves even more. I mean, Justin Trudeau could have saved the entire Liberal Party if he had just stepped down and said, I made a mistake and, you know, put his little ego up his ass and then just left. But no, he decided, oh, well, I'm just going to gaslight everybody. Gaslighting only works for so much until people realize that they're being gaslit and they feel they start to feel like something is wrong. So, I mean, they're just tanking themselves and they think that their degeneracy will keep um, ruining people's I guess, souls and their will to want to fix this, but it's actually doing the very opposite. So I think that the more they push, the more they're just going to um, soil themselves. And I know it's a race, but I think they're losing it. And they lost it big time after 2020 and the way they handled everything after that. But it's because of greed and their ego. And that's the when your ego is high and your IQ is super low, that that dip is hard. <laughs> yeah, that's the weakness. And that's what people are going to attack. And I love that answer you just gave because it, it gives me hope. Uh, me and Ghost, when we just did, I just did my third eye podcast with him. Uh, we had to like <laughs> throw some comic relief into the show because we were black pilling so hard. I felt <laughs> I was like, this is fear porn, dude. Like people are not going to pay attention to us if we keep down we got to switch it up and and it's easy to go down that road so to all of you truther conspiracy theorists out there uh there's some hope according to tiana i love it (laughs) (laughs) i love hearing that and it makes a lot of sense like we are programming ai and they did you're right um a lot of people are have recently been talking about the the occult magicians are showing themselves a little bit too much and a lot more than they previously have historically speaking so you're right maybe it is a little bit of ego maybe it is part of their plan to want to um to want to be more known i guess or maybe their agenda is just getting to a point where it's more difficult to keep it a secret anymore um but I love it. I love that, uh, you know, I think all of us need to hear information like that. Hey, guys, there's hope. Keep fighting the good fight. Keep doing your shows. If, for all of you, I just said this the other day, for all of you people that are listening to podcasters like myself and looking at content like yours and getting into it, and you say to yourself, hey, I know this, that, and the other about whatever, I should start a podcast and start talking about this stuff. I always tell people, do it. because. Yes the more you get truth and knowledge and wisdom and correct untainted information into the algorithms, into the public discourse, it can only benefit the populations uh, that are, you know, essentially subjugated by every country in the world. I was just listening to this Andrew Tate clip the other day. He was like, freedom is, he said, freedom is a myth. There is not one free country on this planet and people 
unify in the United States under the illusion of freedom. And I love that idea so much. And people need to rip the Band-Aid off. For, for those people that started finally getting a little bit more um, a little bit more curious uh, about what's going on since COVID. And I mean, in my generation, if you didn't get more curious uh, ever since 9-11, I don't know what the hell you were doing for the past 20 years. But Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I think I think those people that maybe sniffed out a little bit of something being off about the 9-11 thing when COVID happened, I mean, I, I remember at the beginning of COVID getting phone calls from old friends that I haven't talked to in a long time. And they would be like, hey, man, I know that you're into this stuff. Like, what's really going on? And I'd be like, hey, man, uh, I'm just going to call right now. Chinese, bi uh, Chinese bioweapon. And uh, that was just a, a off the top uh, guess at the time. But then I started looking into it because I had already kind of been into this stuff for a long time already. And I started realizing, eh, I was pretty freaking close <laughs> to being right. And now here we are. That's exactly what's happening. And um, what do you know about? bio labs being on the russian border in ukraine and is that really part of the reason why we got the ukraine part of all this conflict kind of off the ground at the time i know nato was pushing east and uh, infringing on putin allegedly the you know the storyline is uh nato once upon a time said hey we're not going to keep expanding towards russia's border and then sure enough that's what they did 13 or so countries over time uh, kept doing exactly that, and that's why Putin pushed back. I know about the Donbass region and how they voted to be part of Russia. That was part of the reason why uh, Putin invaded, air quotes, right? Um, so what do you know about that? Is is that true, accurate? Was the biolab thing involved in that? What are your thoughts? Uh, so biolabs are pretty much everywhere in every country, and there's different levels to them. Um, I believe the top, top biolab is somewhere in Africa. Um, that is where, and I believe it's underground, and that is where they make the, the most um, potent viruses. Um, I know that the Ukraine, and I have uh, an entire research paper that was given to Newsmax um, and somebody else that I did, um, it's online um, and it's about all of the bio labs and all of the contracts that were paid by Hunter Biden and the Biden family being involved in there and also a bunch of other companies that were involved. Um, basically, they were just using those bio labs, um, releasing things into the population around there just to see how it would move so that they can gain information about the algorithm of the movement of a virus and how it transfers from person to person. Wow. However, that was not the case for the Russia-Ukraine inv invasion. Um, that actually started in 2014 with basically the Russian province of Ukraine being constantly um, attacked by the Ukrainian side and then NATO kind of pushing in there to get closer to Russia. Um, even though Russia wanted to be part of NATO in the 90s, but they said no. And I'm guessing because they needed to use that card to make a war. Um, the Ukraine war thing is just money laundering. It's nothing more. It's money laundering and innocent lives being lost on both sides. While Zelensky does coke and buys mansions and all of that stuff with the help of our Captain Tampon cokehead here, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just hate the guy so much. I can like, tell. I love him. it, though. I love it. Like, I love it. 
we've got pedophiles everywhere in AHS, people telling me that I should have listened to the experts and I am so sick and tired of it. Like it. I, yep. I am getting ready to like literally up it a little bit and spicy it up with these guys. I love that. And you know, it, it just goes to show too, like when you put it in the work, you can be that much more confident in your points and your, and your theories and your contentions. And, and it, it really does give you the motivation to press on when you see that time and time and time again, you, you know, it, we're right about stuff. I, I, I remember that it reminds me what I'm talking about right now. It reminds me of that meme that's going around. It was like, well, for those of you that are keeping score, the conspiracy theorists are up 35 to zip right yeah. now. You know, you know, we're going to be looked upon as the experts sooner or later. And that's why all of our shows are growing. I mean, I've been talking to podcasters all over the place lately. And uh, I remember saying two years ago when I had uh, Larry Sharp on the show, he said, you know, the reason why I'm doing your show, Andrew, is because podcasts are the future of real news and information getting out to the people. And based on what you're saying about Canada and what the American people are finally wising up to about the CIA infiltration and the just absolute mind rape that is going on with the mainstream media on the American mind. It's only a matter of time. And I think you're right. I think AI is going to help spread the information despite the best efforts of the elites and um, the money laundering thing that you talked about with Ukraine. I could definitely see that. I mean, that just looks like a movie, a made for TV movie with the Zelensky guy and, um, yeah. You know, and now we have the the Israel Palestine thing going on, and I know that you uh, recently talked about Albert Pike in one of your videos. I just did a whole show. It's actually my most listened to show of 2023, according to Spotify Wrapped for the year, was my Israel Palestine Albert Pike and World War Three episode. So, oh nice. Let, so let me ask you, yeah, be, because we both are aware of that whole situation. Do you foresee? these conflicts here in 2024 in an American election year rolling into a possible world war three. What do you think about that? No. Um, so I know everybody keeps saying that the elites are building bunkers. They've been building bunkers forever. All we need is a cement truck to by accidentally spill on their, you know, air vents and their exits and entrances and they'd be done. Um, so yeah, that. I mean, yeah, <laughs> these mole rats can hide, but like after that, where are they going to go? You know what I mean? Um, so they want to put the fear out there. And the reason why they want to put the fear out there is because they're like, Oh, if you guys keep talking, we will, you know, create a civil war. We will create world war three. But at this point, none of us really care. Like if they want us to light it up, let's light it up, but let's light it up on our side. And they want chaos out of, you know, order out of chaos. Well, what if we took control of that chaos? That would mm. be very, very not beneficial to them. And so Ooh, that like is, that it, yeah, that is why I keep thinking if they want to keep ruling for the next, you know, how many ever years, it would probably be suggested that they do crawl into their caves and their holes for a little bit. Let us clean up the mess that they have created. And uh, yeah, that way, at least they have a chance to at least come out of their holes again and try again, which they will and they have. This is the cycle that we've been going through for many millennia. They have done a re great reset before many times. We're missing like 400 to 600 years in history, um, in our history books. 
So that's if they if they want to lose again and this time lose a lot forever, um, I'd suggest that they do crawl into their little bunkers <laughs> and have a little vacation away from us um, and let us just, you know, be for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, that's I love that. See, I, I, your message is refreshing. I talk to a lot of people, and everyone's, you know, it's so easy to buy into the fear and into the, you know, it's so easy to just even when you're aware of this information, it is easy to stumble upon something that makes you go, oh shit, like we're in deep trouble, you know. But I like that, like you know, th that's why I think uh, again why a lot of people gravitate to your content too is because you are intelligently talking about the stuff like a lot of us in the truth or conspiratorial realm do, but you have a, a hopeful, dare I say, ballsy message. And I have been kind of getting on that tip. A few last, my few, a uh, few of my last few episodes, rather I've been uh, harping on men on the beta boys, soy boys out there. I've been like, you guys, oh. masculinity needs to come back. You need to get off your ass, get your money right, get your shit together. Uh, you know, if you got a problem with the ladies, I'm sure the ladies will start paying attention to you more if you start getting off your ass and getting your shit together. And I, I'm, it, you know, it scares me. Like at a time where allegedly elementary school kids in China and other countries are learning how to assemble and disassemble firearms, I, I keep talking about this point because I'm trying to hammer it home with my listeners. At a time where that is happening in other countries, what are we focusing on in our elementary schools here in the United States? Like, what are we teaching these kids? Uh, it goes back to what you said about Trudeau and, and other politicians like him, this woke agenda that is so far removed from the reality of the rest of the world. And it is, in my opinion, 100% perpetuated by the media and by the reach of news, quote unquote. Um, all over the world. I mean, media is conglomerated everywhere now. Like, I, I don't feel like you can find real, honest, truthful, fair, and balanced reporting uh, nearly anywhere anymore. Maybe shows like ours and like what I think you're looking to get into doing and um, and others like us. I think, again, that goes back to Larry Sharp and um, this idea that we are going to become more successful regardless if you're looking for success or not because people just don't have any other choice or options where to look anymore um, for, for real honest information. Where, where would you point people that are starting to wake up, starting to figure out, but just have no idea where to go aside from podcasts and, and, and content creators like us, where can people go do the research and find good information uh, and the reason why I ask you is because I know that you're deep into it. You do it all the time. So how can you help others that are looking to join the club, join our team? Well, the first thing I would say is if you're questioning things and you're questioning the reality of things, that is a good sign. That means that seed in the mind has kind of opened up and it's ready to sprout. Um, first thing to do is deconstruct everything you've been taught because that is the biggest hurdle for anybody just waking up. The information that you will find online will seem so absurd, absolutely ridiculous if 
the person does not deconstruct everything that they have been taught. Our schools, our education boards have been infiltrated for many years. Media is there just to brainwash or, you know, mental hygiene us. And so I think that if people were, were to wake up is just to deconstruct everything that they have learned and then slowly start to backtrack on things that have already happened, such as 9-11 such as the 2008 um, financial crash, uh, and then slowly start to realize just how many people are involved in this entire game um, before kind of going into the deeper things that require, I guess, initial um, distrust into the system. I like it. Yep, I, I definitely agree with you about if the, if, if the seed has been planted and it's starting uh, to grow, starting to blossom and bloom. That's a great start. Um, for me, uh, I always, 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 and I'm going to, people are going to get sick of hearing me say this, but, uh, I got this idea from the movie V for Vendetta and anyone that knows me knows that I am a voracious reader and have been ever since college. And here we go. My listeners, I'm going to tell you again, you have to go purchase physical books. You yeah. cannot have all of your books online on Audible or Kindle or whatever. Go buy physical books and assemble a library. I see your library behind you. Uh, Thomas Jefferson once said, I cannot live without books. You will become such a more well-rounded, aware, knowledgeable uh, eloquent speaking person. If you find a way to get the attention span in place to read books and, and for those people that are like us and are starting to, I, on my show, I call it the quest. I tell people all the time, you have to start your quest from ignorance towards knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And the way you do that is you got to read, you got to dive in, find the oldest possible versions of anything, encyclopedias, philosophy, religion, it doesn't matter. Like I can rattle off uh, excerpts from books mid conversation because I dedicated myself to it uh, back when I was younger, just like you seem to be doing. And a lot of us are clearly doing. And the other reason why I am harping on people to buy physical books is because if the day comes <laughs> where the EMP blast or the cyber attack, or what other, whatever other scary end of times take down the grid and the system situation might possibly happen in the future, you are not going to have technology to go to and research and look stuff up. So I highly recommend, and this goes to back to the Anarchopolco uh, thing that those guys are doing, what you your group and team is planning to do in Canada to help people find a way to get away from government, from propaganda, media narratives, go buy books and find the attention span to read. <laughs> what do you think about that? Absolutely. Could not agree more because if technology goes down and they can always change inserts on books online as well. Um, we've seen that done with the Bible many times where it's oh, changed. Yeah. yeah. Great example. 
Exactly, especially online. Um, and so they can change history online, but once it's written in a book, it can never be changed because it, it's forever. And having a carbon copy of that, I think is an absolutely great idea. So definitely agree. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, that Rage Against the, uh, Rage Against the Machine song, Zach Daly wrote. They ain't got to burn the books. They just remove them. I love that line. Because exactly. he, he used to talk about Orwell and... I, you know, I thought that band had it together back in the day before they sold out, but I don't yeah. know, man. Now they're it's... just raging against a fax machine. Like pussies. <laughs> I <Wait>. know. <laughs> Some people were say, calling them rage for the machine. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I mean, have you heard about this? Um, so Everyone's getting on Billy Joe from Green Day now because he was uh, singing American Idiot at some show recently. I don't know if you get into American pop punk oh, rock music but uh i saw it <laughs> he said i'm not a part of a maga agenda and so everyone's getting on i'm like what's your problem with maga man what's your problem with trump and i just find it, it like I, I bet i wouldn't be surprised if someone paid the guy to say that <laughs> like the, the, the way things are going in this day and age i mean what do you think about that predictive predictive programming and the movies and in music the thing is, is anybody that has made it to that level of fame with that level of money has had to sign something in blood to give it away. They have been bought from day one and they have just basically made music to make niches so that you fit into that niche and then you start to act like that niche. And so then when they want to turn that niche against the populace, they can because people are so into their idols and Hollywood and music that they will literally do what their idols tell them to do. And so they have been planning this very slowly. So to see a bunch of, I don't know, how old are Green Day now? 50-year-old um, oh, bloated, geez. coked out, like um, washed out <laughs> wannabes coming out now. And the only attention that they're getting is because they suck. Um, so... <laughs> Just like they came in, they're going to get torn and thrown in the trash, just, you know, after they're being used. So they're, they're just uh, Hollywood hookers and they're being used right now. And to be honest, that's why I kind of don't talk about that because I don't want to give these hookers any more attention than they already are getting. Great reply. <laughs> wow. I did not see that one coming. That's amazing. I uh, woke up and I chose violence today. <laughs> I like, yeah, what what got stuck in your cry? You're getting ready to fight. I like it. Fight, fight, yeah. fight. Yeah, I'm like, let's 2024, get let's do this. I'm so sick of this. I just wanted a farm with little Anarchy. baby sheep and little baby goats and mini cows and pigs and bunnies. And I just wanted to be left alone. But no, Trudeau just had to freaking crawl up everyone's ass and ruin that for me. So now I'm just pissy. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's I, go. I love it. I love it. Um. Wow. Uh, whew, I love talking to you. This is the refreshing, more fun episode for me. Usually I'm, I, you know, I get down on this black pill route and I'm sure people are sick and tired of hearing me drone on for hours about the same thing lately, but, uh, I, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you came back on the show. Um, what else is going on in the world? Is you got any other nuggets of uh, information for us that, uh, we probably need to hear going into this election year? Any thoughts? You know you know what, going into the election year, I just I just want to remind everybody, they cannot make you do anything that you don't want to do. And this is a really good time to start reconning your friends and your neighbors, um, you know, just to kind of get to know who's going to be on whose side. And 
I think everybody should keep the fear porn to a minimum and realize that there are more of us. There are so many more of us than there are them. And they aren't as organized and as clicky as people would like. I've been studying these people for 20 years. They will throw each other under the bus in oh, a yeah. heartbeat oh, yeah. because they are so greedy and they're so about themselves um, that the only reason why they join these groups is to get something out of it selfishly, not to actually contribute to it. So you have to understand that we can use the exact same programming that they have used on us against them because of ego and ego is a very very dangerous and fickle thing especially if it's not backed up by iq and um knowledge so you just see a bunch of vapid empty idiots with high iqs running around and if we can turn them against each other we don't even have to do anything we don't even have to protest we don't even have to like anything we can just turn them against each other and let the whole thing just fall apart from the inside exactly what they've been doing to us but it always starts with the person and the personal responsibility and i understand that that takes a lot of discipline um and you know discipline and hard work but people need to yeah. yeah and persistence and people really need to put that um work into themselves especially this year so that you can decipher the difference between propaganda and fear and their intentions with that fear and not to have any fear but to be filled with light um i know i'm going to say be filled with love even though i'm in savage mode right now but i i do have love for the you know humankind and the average person um just very very sick and tired of these low IQ idiots running this muck around when I just wanted to have my little farm <laughs> with little tiny animals running around everywhere and they just had to go ruin it for me. And you know what I said? I was like, no one's gonna ruin this for me. My childhood was already taken by them. My teenage years were hard, you know, cause moving countries and going from refugee camp to yeah, Canada. Sure. Yeah. And so I'm like, if I have to go to through hell one more time, I think I'm going to make Satan my bitch. Like that's the, that's the level <laughs> I'm at. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to be afraid oh, anymore. Man. I'm laughing at them because they're nothing more than a joke. Like oh, I, I love it. If SUVs show up at my house, I'll invite them in so they can get a better look at what I'm doing. Like, Ma you know what I mean? Like, when, let's do this. <laughs> when I'm going down a deep, dark hole, I'm just going to message you on Instagram. I'm going to be like, Diana, you got to cheer me up. What the hell is going yeah. on? I'm going, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm like, I talk to you and I feel way better about this shit. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, and that's what I want. I want people to realize that we do have the power. Um, we were given sovereignty by our creator. Um, you know, whatever creator you want to name or believe sure. in or whatever. Yeah. At the end of the day, we as normal human beings are, you know, we tend to be more good than bad, but we all have good and bad within us. And it's in our power what we decide to put out there. Um, and so that's what I keep telling people. Don't be scared absolutely don't be scared yeah. um there is no reason to fear anything they want us to be afraid because fear then breeds irrational thinking irrational thinking breeds degeneracy and that's mm -hmm. basically where we're at today and i just want people to take this year really reflect on themselves reflect on what is important to you family love friends um and then just try and get down to that human nature instinct and just really come together on a human basis 
this. Take away all the labels that they put on us, all these categories that they try and put us on, under, and really work together as a community because it starts small and then kind of grows. I mean, look at back in, you know, in the early 2000s, it was only Alex Jones by himself screaming mad, trying to get us to listen, you know? And a few of us did listen, but look at now where oh, yeah. we have grown and how far Great we have point. come. Exactly. And so, yeah. yes, it, right now it kind of seems bleak. It kind of seems, you know, people don't really look at how much progress we have made as a society because we're being pumped with so much degeneracy on TV. But that degeneracy, let me tell you, is only 15 to 20 percent of the entire world. That means there's 80 percent of us who can counteract that. And that's what I want people to do is just really, really reflect on what's important with them and grow as a human being, you know, internally. And then we can pretty much, we don't even need to fight these guys. They'll, they'll eat themselves alive. They're, they're just cockroaches. So I love, I love that. I love that. It's, it's, you know, I, that's a great message for anybody. Like, like we were talking about earlier that the, this, the, the seed has finally started to grow. So let that be a message to all of you people out there that are listening to shows like mine and listening to people like Tiana here that network, you're not alone. Go find your, your clan, go find your like-minded community members, people that you, you meet and talk to online, get involved in some small way. It doesn't matter how fast you do it, but having the support group and having people to reach out to that are like-minded and uh, equally as aware that you can bounce ideas off of. I mean, that's half the reason why we podcasters always get together and, and do our group shows so that we can bounce ideas off of each other and, and have like a tribe where you can, uh, you know, you can have some type of uh, social network in a world where people don't have it publicly anymore. Now maybe you have to do it from the privacy of your own home, but get involved and, and start communicating with, and sharing knowledge and wisdom and research with other people, even if you don't want to start a podcast or any of that, just get involved. And a lot of what we've been talking about today reminds me, I just saw a meme going around the other day that I loved, and it said something to the effect of what you said earlier. Just wait until the people that just wanted to be left alone reach their breaking point. Exactly. And, and if that amount of people... Uh, if that happens and we reach a critical mass to where there is uh, uh, enough of a percentage of the common proletariat of the world uh, that starts getting up in arms and starts becoming courageous like uh, like we are <laughs> to talk about this stuff and to thumb our nose at these elite politician groups of people. It's only a matter of time. I love it. What do you yeah. think? Oh, 100%. I always say never poke the bear. You never go after those quiet ones that don't really say anything and you never keep poking at them because once that bear wakes up, that bear is going to be angry, right? Only and so there's a lot of people like myself. We just wanted to be left alone. I wasn't a criminal. I have not, I have like three speeding tickets my entire life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I pay my taxes on time. I, I don't create any problems. And so when I see that, you know, everything that I built for now, Justin Trudeau wants to come in and land grab and they want to burn down every effort I've made. And there's a bunch of us like that. And it's all almost like, well, you're going to corner us into a position where I have nothing else to lose. So 
you know, and that's kind of what they're trying to do. Um, but at the same time, I don't think they're ready for that awakening. I don't think they're ready at all for that awakening. Yeah, that reminds me of a line from, I think it was Fight Club. Not until you've lost everything are you free to do anything. And it exactly. might it might take that for a lot of people to finally wake up and realize what needs to be done. They might have to actually lose everything. And, you know, it's sad reality, but like you said, stay hopeful, stay determined, put the work in, and get yourself to a place where you can manage the the slow usurpations and the encroachment of the governments of the world. And, you know, that's, I love that you're doing that with Artemis News Media Group and for all the people that we've talked about before, listeners, get involved and start reading <laughs> and start reaching out to us and let's chat. I, you know, I, I don't know how I'm sure you're very receptive to anyone that wants to message you. I always try to get back to everyone that messages me and I love your message and I love what you're doing, Diana. So what's next? Uh, what's next for you with Artemis news media and uh, are, do you have any plans on the books for some new upcoming uh, shows that you're going to be on that uh, we should know about? Um, I've got about six podcasts this week. And as I said, I've been uh, booked up back to Busy. back. Oh yeah. And, um, Keep I'm trying moving. to work on a book basically called the degenerate society, um, where I will put all of my research, every single propaganda technique that they have used from the beginning and how we got I here. Um, I'm still taking my natural path course courses so I can put a book together for everybody um, from ancient Western to Chinese to Slavic uh, medicine to wow. African medicine to South Latin medicine, put all of that together, give it to people just so that they have an idea of how herbal medicines and all of that stuff work. Um, then with the Degenerate Society, basically let them know step by step of what has been done over almost centuries um, and how they have shaped our society that is today and then also how we can take responsibility ourselves um, and not allow that to happen again. And so um, there's a lot of things on there. Um, I'm trying to catch up with getting back to everybody. I have 7,000 emails right now. Um, oh boy. Facebook, I, I've lost count. They actually banned people from messaging me. That's how many messages I have in there. Wow. Um, I do get back to Jeez. people on Instagram and on X still just because I don't have a high following there. I think it's around 23,000 on X and 12,000 on Instagram. So I can actually get through most of my messages. Um, I really, really do try and get back to people. Um, it's just almost impossible because the minute yeah, I clear one, yeah, people reply and then it's just right back to the exact same number that I've had. Um, and so far right now, my friends have slowly abandoned me requesting them help me. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, 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 one day a week. And now it's like, oh yeah, yeah I'm busy. So it's just pretty much most of the time me um, because I think they're overwhelmed with the project and how quickly it's taken off yeah. so I really do apologize to anybody I'm not ignoring or making it seem like I'm too good to answer back I really am not I, I'm trying <laughs> yeah I mean and that's to be expected I mean with your with the growth of your pages I mean people it, it signals to me that people are starting to become thirsty for knowledge uh, thirsty for uh, places that they can go find news and information that they can trust. 
that that, that is based on the work on doing the research and doesn't have hidden agendas or mainstream media pushed narratives involved. Um, so I have a lot of respect for what you're doing and I would love for you to be a regular guest on the show. Please come back and uh, check in and let us know what you're doing. And let's talk about the crazy crap that's going on in the world. And, uh, I mean, what should, should we eventually is, is the goal to get all of our little groups together and go buy some land? Should we just go buy a state somehow? Should we just take yeah. over a state? What should we that's, do? <laughs> that's actually that's actually a great idea. I didn't even think about that. But I, I keep encouraging people to make these smaller groups. And then, you know, if you want to share information with larger groups, I just want to be kind of the point of contact for everybody. Um, because this is this is my thing. I've studied these people for so long. Let's use exactly their step by step in our way. So if yeah. they're going to start building a web of lies, we will build a web of truth. And we can put everybody together slowly. And so I understand that there's a lot of egos involved in certain groups where people want to be, you know, ahead or they want to be like the yeah. top dog or blah, Stupid. blah, whatever. I don't care about that. That's Me why neither. I said, you know, if there is a small business out there that is doing amazing things, use my platform, get your voice out there. I mean, yeah, I don't care if I don't get anything out of it. At least we're helping people come together and really combine everything. And so that's kind of what I've been trying to push and I keep telling people you know it make sure that you're in it for the right reasons like your intentions are right because a lot of people like the power and you know being powerful over people but those are the groups that tend to usually fall apart the fastest um, and so I just want to be kind of a point of contact for everybody so yeah this year I will be marketing as much as I can and I was actually going to ask you about the um, group that you've been mentioning in Mexico just to see what they're about and if if maybe I could learn from them as much as I can and give yep. them information, take information, you know, do an exchange of knowledge basically and introduce other people to groups together. And I think that this year we should all really just market as much as we can with each other. Um, we don't have to work closely together, but I think buying an entire state and <laughs> making it a libertarian awesomeness would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just a thought and i'm not you know hey before before the censors and the whoever wants to shut me down come after me i am not preaching violence i am not a proponent of it no but but like jfk once said those that make peaceful revolution impossible will make violent revolution inevitable quote yep. unquote uh fear is the problem people find a way to move closer uh, on your quest from fear towards love find a way to move from ignorance towards knowledge wisdom and understanding and i i, I always say little catchphrases on my show uh, to your point about using their tactics against them uh if they're gonna use little quips and little phrases repetitively in the media and hammer bullshit narratives into the public mind that i'm gonna do the same thing on my show and that's why i always say things you know love over fear um for you for me for all of us like all my little stuff is i'm doing the same thing i'm doing exactly what you mentioned is i'm trying to repetitively repetitively get similar concepts and ideas into people's heads so that they don't forget about it and now they can at least refer to it 
when they come across new information in the future, even if you don't agree with me, even if you don't buy my bullshit, just get the idea and the concept into your head. Like Aristotle once said, the mark of a great mind is being able to entertain an idea without necessarily accepting it. Just have the conversation, people. Exactly. And I just wanted to let everybody know, do you see how much they've taken over without a single bullet? Like in the last how many years? Look how much the elites have actually managed to take over without a single bullet and without any violence. And so that is what we need to do. We need to learn their ways and turn it against them. We don't need to protest. We don't need to be violent. We don't even need to like let them know how we feel. Or what Um, we're doing. Yep. Exactly. We just need to start working together and putting our energy into our lives instead of their lives because evil will always exist. So you can't really eliminate evil. You just have to learn how to protect yourself from evil. And then therefore we just build a giant kind of armor coat against that evil um and we just use the exact same tactics that they're using on us just we get a lot more knowledgeable than they are i love it i love your message i love your vibe i uh, appreciate you reaching out to me on the instagram given what your story you just told us about how many messages you're getting i feel uh honored that you replied to me and you wanted to come back on the show so uh, before before I let you go, I know you're a busy woman. Let everybody know where they can find you, uh, not only on social media, but anything online, websites, research that you've done, uh, the books that you have been a part of or that you're looking to uh, write in the future. Uh, where can people go to not only listen to your stuff, see your stuff, uh, but also maybe uh, d- dive into some of the research that you have found on your quest? Where can people find Ooh. you? Um, so Tiana Truth Seeker, um, 01011, pretty much on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, um, on X, I'm just Truth Seek, um, just because of the amount of characters that they're allowed. Um, but I do have a link tree in all of my bios where everything Perfect. is linked together. Um, Artemis News Media, we put that website together really, really quick, um, just so that we had something. We are still coding our own. Um, and I will have pretty much I'll put, I'll start putting things on there. It's just, it's been so busy and I've been, you know, being pulled by every group um, here and there. And then we're also trying to weed through some of the liars. We have a bunch of scammers and fake people who want to come on and scam people. And that is not what I want uh, at all from my like listeners to get scammed in any sort of the way. Um, So we have to like figure out a way to really, really vet anybody that wants to be on the show or part of the um, group or on Artemis news media. Um, So it's, it's been a quite a big task and I bit off more than I can chew, but I'm chewing through it slowly and hopefully I can get it started here in the next couple of weeks. I don't want to give a deadline because I thought I would be ready by the new year. And, um, that wasn't the case either. So fingers crossed I get there. <laughs> well, I appreciate your hard work and determination. Uh, we need more people uh, like you out there doing exactly what we've been talking about and preaching. And uh, please come back and visit. Uh, I, like Absolutely. I said, I'd love, I'd, love to ha- I'd love to have you be uh, one of my uh, you know guest spots that come in occasionally and check in from time to time. And, and uh you know, I, I always introduce new characters on the show, my listeners know. So um, thank you so much. Tiana, the Truth Seeker, Artemis News Media Group. Everybody go check it out. I'll put 
uh, your Linktree link in the bio in the show notes for this show. And awesome. uh, let's keep in touch and uh, and uh, share information about like-minded individuals that are getting stuff off the ground out there. And let's do exactly what we've been talking about doing instead of just talking about it. Exactly. My fellow Americans and my fellow Canadians. Tiana, any final thoughts before we end the show today? You know what? I'd just like to thank you for having me on the show again. Really, really appreciate it. And I just want everybody out there to know, keep hope, have hope. You shine that light into the shadows. The shadows can't live in the light. And that is all you need to do. Um, they're just the shadow government, shadow people, bunch of cowards who cannot show their faces. And all you have to do is light up pretty much the world around you and they will not be able to touch or kind of invade your life. So please keep up the hope, keep up the positivity and always, always speak the truth. I love it. There you have it, people. Go check out her stuff. She's going places and for good reason. The world needs more truth Thank seekers. You. And Diana, thanks for joining us on the show. Come back anytime. Thank you so much. I definitely will. All right. That's a wrap, people. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next time. This has been episode 170 of the Politics and Punk Rock Podcast. Entitled, Tiana the Truth Seeker Returns. We'll see you next time. <laughs>